Hello and welcome to the Health House Podcast. My name is Dr. Jake Dodds, back at you with a new episode. Now, today we're going to be talking about something that has absolutely boggled my mind. And I learned about this probably a year ago. I'd been through a doctorate program. I'm very much in the holistic health space. So again, this, this one really caught me off guard, especially when I learned how important it is. What is it you ask? It's called structured water. Now let's dig into this a little bit more because we all know water as H2O, which is ultimately also uh, sometimes called bulk water. So you think of just a glass of water sitting on a table, you're thinking about the H2O molecule and there's a bunch of H2O molecules all floating around that makes up that glass of water. So a book came out by Gerald Pollack in 2013 called The Fourth Phase of Water. Um, I don't think he was like the absolute first person to think of this, but I think this was a very early work talking about the importance of structured water and that water, there's a lot more to water than first meets the eye, especially as it relates to human health and in the human body. So in the fourth phase of water, Gerald Pollock wrote about this structured water, uh, also sometimes called easy zone or exclusion zone water. So what the heck is this? How's this different than normal water? Well, again, normal water, H2O, structured water, H3O2. So you still have the same building blocks, but what we have is a more complex arrangement of the building blocks that are there. So basically what you need is you need bulk water to start off with. What happens then is you need some sort of solute or agent, some sort of solid. What this does is it provides a surface that the water, this structured water actually structures around. Uh, it doesn't do this just automatically though. It needs some sort of energy input. So if you have a glass of water, H2O, it's in there and there's some sort of solid solvent in there. Um, and some things work better than others. We're gonna talk about that in a moment. But for now, just think of it like as a marble. So some sort of solid that's sitting in there, but we still have our H2O. It's not forming structured water until we have that energy source. Now, energy source can come from a few different areas. A really direct one, infrared heat. So if you think about sunlight and you're feeling the warmth, you're feeling infrared heat. So if you're getting that energy source in there, that provides the activation energy in order for this chemical process to occur. So instead of just a bunch of H2O molecules floating around, the structured water, H3O2, does a couple really important things. The first thing it does is it forms complex hexagonal stacks. So it forms a liquid crystalline structure, which has amazing properties in itself. I'm actually doing this as a two-part episode. We're gonna be talking more about the structural side of structured water in the next episode. Today, what I wanna focus on is the second really important thing that happens, which is instead of just these random charges, um, and if you ever had to take high school chemistry, uh, you may know that water is slightly positive towards the H's or the hydrogens and slightly negative towards the oxygen that sits in the middle. So, but that, again, that's all kind of random with all those H2O molecules floating around. And then net effect is those charges kind of counterbalance each other. With structured water, the negative charges all line up around that solid. So think about that marble sitting in the glass of water, all the negatives are sitting around that. And then to the opposite way is positive charge. Well, who cares, right? <laughs> well, the human body cares a lot 
because what a charge differential does is it provides a potential energy to do work. So pretty much all energy sources that we use, so battery is the best example. You got the negative on the one end and you got the positive on the other end. It allows for electrical current to flow through and then work can be done. Well, guess what? The human body likes that model as well quite a bit. So we have structured water all throughout our body. And a couple really key points is first of all, it lives a ton in our fascia. So if you haven't listened to the fascia episode yet, go back and do that so you have a better understanding. But we have a complex microtubule network of fascia that's all throughout the body. It's been known as a connective tissue. It's now being better understood as a tremendous way for the human body to communicate with itself and pass electrons through, which we have already also talked about, electrons being the energy currency of the body. So let's bring this back in, right? Because so many people are dealing with brain fog, fatigue, headaches. They feel like their body's not feeling well. They feel like they want to exercise, but they feel like they don't have the energy or they do exercise and then they feel like they need five days to recover. Like what the heck is going on, right? Well, this is one of those really key foundational pieces that gets missed because if you don't have good structured water in your body, you got a few things going on. Most important probably being you're not passing energy effectively, you're not making energy effectively, and you're not transmitting that energy effectively. So from that standpoint, making sure that you have good structured water is super important. So if you've ever been inside all day in front of your computer, and at the end of the day, you're feeling really thirsty, you feel dehydrated, you feel low on energy, guess what? Your structured water is down. Uh, if you've been on an airplane, if you're kind of bombarded by all that stuff that comes on airplanes, you're under the bright artificial lights all day, again, it depletes the artificial, or excuse me, it depletes the structured water. So these things that we've been talking about in terms of EMF, in terms of getting natural sunlight, in terms of making sure that we got good electrolytes in our body. All these are starting to come together with structured water. So again, this is more of an introductory episode and I wanted to more introduce the concept and we're gonna be getting more into the different players in the game, how exactly we go about this. But suffice to say, the foundational building blocks that we've been talking about are critically important for many systems in the body, but perhaps none more important than your body's ability to make and hold on to structured water. Last really cool part I wanna make about this is, we also used to think that the only way we could send information in the human body was either a hormone, so we release something into the bloodstream, or we have our nerves. So we have an electrical signal that starts at one end of the nerve, it travels down and it goes somewhere else. So both of those uh, have a time delay, right? Like nerves travel about 300 miles an hour, which can be you know very fast as well. Um, but what they're finding is, some processes in the human body are operating even more quickly than that. And their question was always like, hey, how is this even possible? And now they're seeing, oh, structured water. So it functions just like a copper wire. Like if you flick a switch on to turn your light bulb on, we don't really think about this a whole lot. But again, we're getting the passive electrons, but it's not like electrons have to go zooming through the wire and up to the light bulb. There's already a bunch of electrons in the wire. And as soon as you flick that switch, it's like you stuff another marble at one end and all it has to do is shift one electron over to get to the light bulb, which is why things turn on instantaneously. So again, in the human body, you essentially have the same thing going on. We got these huge network packed full of electrons in the structured water. They have a voltage potential, they're ready to go and they can transmit, transmit information nearly instantaneously. 
So it's a really cool model where we're seeing that the human body is capable of communicating with itself in far more complex ways than we ever thought possible. So again, stay tuned for our future episodes here. Part two of this introductory introduction to structured water is going to be talking more about how structured water actually helps us structure our posture and how we hold ourselves as human beings. So stay tuned for next week. We're going to keep this conversation rolling for vital structured water. I'll see you over there.